Joss. Hi, I'm Claudia. And this is the Let's Get Down to Business podcast. We're two cousins on opposite ends of the globe with a lot of opinions about figure skating. And we are here to deliver the news, recaps, and begrudgingly bop our heads to Mambo Italiano. Twice. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. We are, well, I was going to say we're here in France, but we're not, I guess, technically here, actually in France. I so wish. wish. (laughs) We're just in our respective living rooms at opposite ends of the globe, as our intro says. Yes, if you didn't already know. (laughs) You did not listen to our previous 200 intros. Uh, We apologize that there were no NHK episodes. Unfortunately, I had a family emergency last week um, and I was traveling like crazy. It was a really wild time, but (laughs) thankfully there are plenty of Grand Prix events to cover. So we will not be doing NHK episodes unless we suddenly get a burst of energy, which doesn't seem likely in the near future. Uh, But we are back for Grand Prix of France. Absolutely. What bursts of energy? I've been waiting for that for like years. We've been waiting since the dawn of time for a fucking burst of energy. (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt and I'll wear it every single day. (laughs) Um, But what we will do really quickly is just recap the things we missed from NHK Trophy. So... The women's winner was Kari Sakamoto, and oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so happy for her. Couldn't be. And happier. she skated so so well. It's insane, and I'm just so happy for her. I don't have any other words. She deserves it so so much. Ugh, I adore her. And our men's winner, Shoma Uno, back at him. <laughs> Even though you're skating to Shalero and you didn't take us to the club. Both programs were still good. I'm still mad that there's no Armin Van Buren. I mean, I really, really, really miss that Armin Van Buren program. I digged it so much. Yes. Um, and then we have our Ice Dance winners. Uh, Sinitsina and Katsalapov uh, won. They defeated Maddie Chalk and Evan Bates. Uh, Evan Bates with a very silly fall in the free dance here. Oh, yeah, that was so disappointing because after the rhythm dance, Sunitsa and Katalapov and Chuck and Bates, they were actually really, really close together in terms of points. And that just made things more exciting. And then when Evan fell in the free dance, I was like, no, I'm having flashbacks to the Olympics. Oh, no. I'm like, okay, Too soon. at least, I know, right? And then I'm like, at least this, you know, happened here and not at the Olympics, so you can get your silly fall out of the way be silly here please don't do it in beijing please just leave it here (laughs) silly goofy mood here not at the olympics um and in pairs it was won by mishan galiamov over yevgenia tarasova and vladimir morozov and so the world champions reign strong again Yes. Um, you can tell time and time again that they are just such hard workers. Mishina and Galiamov yeah. enjoy them quite a bit. Um, the only other piece of news that we have from NHK, unfortunately, is that Daria Usachova was very terribly injured during uh, the warm-up for the women's event. It was initially reported that it was a hip fracture, um, but then the in, the official statement came back saying that the ligament of one of the internal muscles of her right leg had completely come off, which apparently is common for young athletes. Not that it's fun or <laughs> great. Um, 
but they said that luckily it won't be a long recovery or healing process. Who knows? But it was really, honestly, really sad. I hated seeing repeated videos of her just being carried off the ice while she sobs. It was terrible. And I, I hope that that is true and that she trains smart not hard. Absolutely. That was such heartbreaking and difficult footage to watch. And it definitely was reported or it was talked about that she was nursing an, an existing and niggling injury in her thigh, leg, groin somewhere or rather. And, you know, a lot of athletes do do that in terms of keeping small injuries hidden and still competing and working on top of them. But unfortunately, this was one of the situations where it was just the the one straw that broke the camel's back. And you could definitely tell that as soon as she picked into the ice and was up in the air, there was a grimace that came over her face and, you know, that was that. So we're wishing Daria a very, very speedy recovery. Hope she gets back to health real soon, but not, I don't want to see her rush to get back into form to qualify for the Olympics. She's still so, so young and I'd much rather see her dominate the next quad than rush back, you know, potentially risk further injury just to try and make the Olympic team for Russia, which is three spots. Anything can happen. Yeah. Who knows at this point? Who knows? Absolutely. Um, but she's one of our faves. So please recover quickly and healthily please. <laughs> yeah, just I wanted to have a long and healthy career. Yes, definitely. Um, it, Let's why don't we pop on over to France? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to be recapping pairs and women. Then our next episode is going to be men and dance as per the usual schedule. Uh, let's start with pairs. So uh, only one small piece of pairs news here, thankfully, before we start. Uh, we had two teams from China withdraw. Unfortunately, one of my faves, Peng and Jin, as well as Wang Yuchen and Huang Hihang from China both withdrew. Yeah, and this is most likely due to China's really strict regulations on not wanting uh, their pairs and athletes to travel too much, especially before the Beijing Olympic Games. So yeah, um, that's unfortunate for them. However, they were replaced by the lovely Yulia Chichitanina and Mark Magyar representing Hungary, as well as Rebecca Galati and Filippo Ambrosini representing Italy. And we actually saw them skate at Grand Prix of Italy, where they placed fifth. So it's really nice to see them get their second Grand Prix this season. Yes, very nice. Uh, let us start with our eighth place team, we have Colleen Caravan and Noel Antoine Pierre. Uh, this is a team from France. Uh, some really nice Aretha Franklin here in the uh, short program. Big fan of that, absolutely. They skated to She Caught the Katie by the Blues Brothers, Let There Be Drums, and Think by Aretha. They only had a double twist in their arsenal, so that definitely impacted their technical points. But I was a really big fan of their costumes. Colleen looked lovely in that yellow number, and it was a great contrast to Noel Antoine's white shirt, and he had a gray vest on top of that, and it had like a nice, simple yellow line um, detailing at the pockets uh, to match Colleen's yellow, and I thought that was some good design going on there. Good design. It's good. Prime costumes. Um, yes, but unfortunately just that double twist, so some points there just in comparison to the rest of the teams. 
And then in the uh, free skate here, again, only with a double twist. And here we are again looking for some clean side-by-side -side jumps. Unfortunately here, not really a ton of clean side-by-side -side jumps. Um, and some, I feel like after Tessa wore that maroon dress, everyone just came roaring out with, <laughs> if Tessa Virtue does it, we can do it too. They're just after COVID only. That's what actually COVID does. Not give you 5G or anything. It gives you Tessa Virtue Stand mode, <laughs> but only for maroon and cranberry because it is such, it is the color of the season. It is such a color of the season. And it's a good color, to be fair, but space it out, guys. Space it out. Well, you know what? At least it's like a color theme going on and not like a ton of Moulin Rouge that we're hearing, so. Unfortunately, unlike conspiracy theorists like to think, none of us have 5G, so we do have to stay with our phone carriers, but everyone is staying with Tessa Virtue. Maybe Tessa Virtue can start her own phone carrier. To add to that conspiracy, I've got 5G, but I'm also from the land down under, Australia, <laughs> which apparently doesn't exist, which is a conspiracy theory. Oh God, I love conspiracy theories. Anyway, anyway, anyway moving on. It's too early for that shit. <laughs> Moving on, we have in seventh place, the husband and wife team of Camille and Pavel Kovalyov representing France. She's 26, he's 29, and they skated to Leave a Tango by Piazzolla, performed by the Swingle Singers in the short program. So that was a... Uh, that is a really interesting name for your uh, cover band, Swingle Singers. <laughs> the Swingle Singers. I was like, the Single Sisters? No. No, I <laughs> anyway. did a double take. It was an interesting, uh, interesting take on Libertango. It was also a very interesting choice of hot pink for Camille. He looked fine, but that's a very hot pink you've got going on there. It's like when you buy the expensive highlighters at Office Depot as opposed to the 99 cent ones that you pass in the little bins leading to the checkout. Yeah, but, but highlighters, you can go fluoro. Maybe not that fluoro on the ice. <laughs> that's true. I mean, you'll, ne you'll never miss her. Yeah, we all like to dress up as a highlighter now and then. <laughs> um, they did land their side-by-side -side triple toes. We have found some nice side-by-side -side pairs jumps here. And I did enjoy their side-by-side -side spins as well. So all in all, a pretty decent short program. Yes, and for the free program, they decided to skate to a piece of music called The Curse by Agnes Obel. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> you know what? It might be a lovely piece of music, but please don't skate to music called The Curse. We already have enough of it in the men's discipline. We're good. <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, it was not the, the most inspiring program. Uh, there were just kind of some issues here and there. Of course, with the side-by-side -side jumps, the landings of the throws were all definitely a little off. Maybe it was The Curse. Who knows? Yeah, maybe it was. But here's a little game of would you rather though. Would you want to skate to The Curse or Falling by Harry Styles? Even though it's Harry Styles, but like in terms of skating program. I feel like Falling is way less intense than The Curse. Like Falling, True. you maybe fall on the ice, but The Curse is like, you're just, you're just done. Or maybe <laughs> you're the reason why everything's cursed. You know what? They're actually the reason why the men's event is cursed. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Wow. Speaking of conspiracy theories, here we are. We've arrived. Absolutely. We've arrived. But no, they were lovely to watch and definitely great for them to skate in front of a home crowd. Yes. Let's move on to our sixth place finishes, and that is Yulia Chichitanina and Mark Magia. And they were representing Hungary. She's 
35, he's 31, and for the short program, they skated to Can't Pretend by Tom O'Dell. And that's me after a long days of work. <laughs> and I'm all expended out. I, you know, I can't mask anymore. No more masks. You know, I can't pretend you're getting just full weird me. Um, oh my gosh, this was a gift-worthy moment. They truly had great synchronization, plus fives across the board. They really um. should have gotten plus fives for that side-by-side triple fall. toe fall. It's the best synchronization I've ever seen for any side-by-side pairs jumps for many, many seasons. An ode to the discipline. Exactly. Everything from the way they fell to the way and time they got up from the fall was perfectly in sync. Like, you could slow that down all the way to, like, 0.25x speed. You wouldn't find any missing, like, synchronization. (laughs) <laughs> unfortunately that is kind of where the synchronization ended for these two yeah. <laughs> as the rest of the elements were much less in sync than the fall was they couldn't pretend anymore they, couldn't <laughs> pretend. they were like all our quota for synchronization was taken up in that opening side by side jumps <laughs> all the juju was was done yes and yulia was sporting a very camila girl on the ball-esque costume and i was like oh um you know what, this is pretty cool. It's not a great costume per se. It looks more like training gear, but I'd still wear it because... It's pretty nice. Oh, maybe because she just models it well and I just look like a smurf in it. But thanks, (laughs) Yulia, for making it look great. Um, Unfortunately, they had three deductions here. Not great. Again, all the the synchronization was spent. (laughs) falling oh my god imagine if they were skating to falling by harry styles like that would have been so poetic you couldn't even write it (laughs) well you know it's coming up they could have just swapped the cds they could have they could have in their free skate they skated to dust in the wind by kerry livgren performed by kansas and they look so lovely in that blue and orange tie-dye i was like good color wheel choices those colors work very well together you know as a toddler parent, though, whenever you see blue and orange, you kind of internally cringe because it reminds you of Blippi. But... Yeah, see, I don't get that. Claudia, I bet you have no idea <laughs> no, who this I man don't. is. <laughs> I'm a few years away from that. It's fine. Keep, keep it that way. Save yourself. A few years away. And then, like, you'll get a call in, like, I don't know, five, ten years from now in the middle of the night. Oh, shit. And I'll just, like, Aah! There he is. <laughs> and you'll be laughing. <laughs> However, they did not look like Blippi. They looked gorgeous, but the side-by-side jumps were not great. Mark doubled the side-by-side triple toe, so it was called the double toe. And then for the side-by-side combo, Mark doubles again, and Yulia stumbles out of the double toe. So it was called double sal, double toe, which was also my favorite combo when I was skating. Um, thankfully, the throw triple flip went all right. Uh, Yulia tried very hard for that landing. Okay, so I know age is but a number, and I truly believe that, but Mark is really giving off Chris Kinnearum vibes in terms of he doesn't... Oh, no. He looks like he's just about ready to stand in the middle of the ice and turn around while Yulia spins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, was, it wasn't oh. the greatest performance from them in the free skate and Yuli wasn't hitting the loveliest lines in positions and lifts and they were really behind the music actually. I thought they were lucky to escape a time violation deduction 
However, we did see a very cute photo of uh, Mark's son. Mark Jr. Mark Jr. Oh, my gosh. How cute is that? Mark Jr. And I think in The Kiss and Cry, he also mentioned that he was inspired by Keegan um, doing that in Every Kiss and Cry. So shout out to all the dads out there who are so proud of their kids. So awesome to see. See, I have a conspiracy theory here. And my conspiracy theory is that this man knows who Blippi is. (laughs) costumes because my junior was just like dad i need you to wear orange and blue (laughs) that little mark jr tribute he was wanting a blippy costume and you know their dad was oh my god (laughs) exhibition to uh the blippy theme song the excavators oh my god (laughs) anyways uh let's talk about our fifth place finishers uh rebecca gilardi and filippo ambrosini from italy oh gosh here comes our first mambo italiano and if you remember from our last event in which they skated they actually had submitted to the idf and evanescence program we were very shocked to see mambo italiano show up you know what I was finding myself singing along to Mambo Italiano, and I do not know why. You know, it's that begrudging head bop. You yeah, just can't help definitely it. Definitely begrudging. <laughs> it's a really catchy tune, though. It is. It's cute. It's a good one. Very cute. Not bad side-by-side pair spins at all. But then, but they took us to the club. Oh, they In did. Mambo it's Italiano. Great. And I was like, whoa, wow. Okay, we're in the Italiano club now. And then... For the step sequence, we got syncopated Mambo Italiano. And I was like, <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> We're taking a ride. <laughs> um, and then for their free skate, they skated to Grande Amore by Il Volo. Uh, oh, gosh. Side by side jumps here. Mess. Sorry. Yeah. Couldn't quite tack on a jump onto the double axle. Lots of points on the table there. And just all in all, I feel like... Um, just not quite as great a performance as their previous one. Maybe they should have just doubled up Mambo Italiano. Yeah. <laughs> so we could have heard it three times at the event. Oh, gosh. Joyous. But it's, um, I think Mambo Italiano is a really good, good music choice because it does a lot of its own carrying for, for you. So, um, yeah, but this is actually a decently solid team. They've got a solid bass with decent elements. I'd like to see them improve the throw twist, but otherwise, they're, they're decent. All right, let's move on to, oh gosh, our fourth place team, Vanessa James and Eric Radford from Canada. Here's a Harry Styles. Oh, here, here's the Harry Styles. Here he is. This team is also very much like the American teams in that they don't really ever compete one good program. It's often the short program that they do well in, and then the free program just kind of falls apart pun intended (laughs) oh gosh um well the short program was actually okay uh the throw triple salve was fantastic uh very solid uh the side-by-side triple salves not not their best looked a little eked out at the end there um but all in all i think it was a very solid showing for them in the short program yes i agree Vanessa was very happy with the scores in the Kiss and Cry. They got 71.84. And I don't know about you, but I, I feel like this pairing still doesn't make sense to me in the sense that I feel like they're skating at a show and are only skating together because their respective partners just didn't go to that show. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> technically. Technically. 
I wonder why you get that feeling. Hmm. But that being said, and like I've mentioned before, they move very smoothly across the ice. And I think they are well matched. But yeah, (laughs) Vanessa James and Eric Radford (laughs) for their free skate, skating to Falling by Harry Styles. Great costume. Great costume. The teal and maroon match is a great color wheel choice. I do love a good jewel tone. Mm -hmm. Yes. They did not play the right music at the beginning. No, and that was really orcs. Yeah. I always get super terrified when skaters have to go to the ref in the middle of a skate because I was always terrified of having to do that. I'd like prefer to stand in the middle of the ice and figure things out rather than go to somebody on the side and be like, help me with my problem, which you can psychoanalyze that all you want. (laughs) But here... The side-by-side jumps went successfully. I mean, they were a bit scrappy, but they hung on to the triple-toe, double-toe, double-toe. They also had a successful side-by-side triple salco, so kudos to them for that. Yeah, it seems like these the throw triple sal and the side-by-side triple sals are solid tools in their toolbox, as one might say. What was interesting to note is that they had their pair combo spin element completely scrubbed from their protocol sheet. And I thought it was interesting because I thought that they did the spin like all right. It, I mean, it wasn't the best. And I thought that maybe they would you know, lose some levels and take some hits on GOE, but they had the entire element scrubbed. And I haven't had the time to look properly into why that was the case but yeah and unfortunately that wasn't the only mistake of the entire program after that element that spin element they botched a group five axel lasso lift and vanessa was laughing about it and she seemed to you know pass it off like really nonchalantly um while eric looked disappointed but they also received a zero score for that lift attempt However, they did recover nicely for a throw triple flip, although I think that the landing of the throw may be double-footed. But in that last lift, did you see Eric's left arm shaking visibly? Oh, yes, absolutely. I was so concerned for the both of them. I was wondering if it was Eric's shoulder potentially giving out or close to giving out or just fatigue in the left arm. But, I mean... They seem not to care too much about their mistakes. Um, Vanessa just seemed to be happy to be back in France and in front of a French crowd. And she was really nice in the kiss and cry, saying, um, oh, it happens, it's okay, we'll get there. So nice to see that they're just chilling out, I guess, and skating because they want to. (laughs) I guess. Um, let's talk about our bronze medalists, Alexa Kinnearum and Brandon Fraser from the States. Uh, their short program was to House of the Rising Sun. I really enjoy this program for them. I actually really enjoy both these programs on them. Then they do the Fix You for the free skate. Again, Chris Martin only available for about half of it, but <laughs> we talked right. about that a lot in, in exactly. our previous episode. Figure skating is a, isn't a money heavy sport, so <laughs> we do the best we can. Again, put these two for this free skate in the Olympic team event, not the short program. I've yet to see like a great clean short program for them. And if they do it, then it's probably like the free skate that just ends up as a mess. Yeah, which is so which is interesting because like we said, usually with the American pairs, it's the short program where they excel and the free skate is kind of when it all comes 
tumbling down. But um, in so in the short program, Alexa did step out of the throw triple flip. They did, however, have very nice and solid looking side by side triple toes. Um, but it's just kind of like the rest of it that still seems a little like they could gel a little bit more. But again, they are a relatively new team. They do have very different energy from Alexa and Chris. So maybe they're still still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think that they definitely improved a lot since we first saw them, of course. And they're both incredibly talented and have come so far already. But I felt like the opening choreo moves were done a little awkwardly. So, well, maybe it was just the whole vibe of the program. Because in Fix You, it was completely different. So, yeah. Speaking of, I guess. Nice triple twist to open as usual. And then the side-by-side jumps... I was saying in the short program, like, oh, they're great, you know, great time for them to get them together, you know, and then the free program just came along and it doesn't go well at all. So for the planned triple toe, double toe, Brandon went down on the first toe and so it was just called a triple toe plus combo and the second side by side jumps, uh, they landed it, but the holy ghost returned between them (laughs) very far apart from one another. Great throw landings from Alexa, though, and that's definitely a moment. Love it when she lands a good throw. But then I realized, and I don't know why it clicked this competition only, but why does every pair's choreo sequence have to have the girls slide in between the guy's legs? It's risky business. (laughs) I'm like, surely there's more, you know, innovative ways and choreographic moves to to be used than the really typical girl slides between guys' legs. (laughs) I'm just thinking of like the Haunted Mansion pre-show sequence where there's no way out because there are no <laughs> windows and no doors. There's there's no way out here. Oh, Jesus. There are no windows and no doors. Sounds like lockdown. <laughs> However, congratulations, Alexa and Brandon, for winning the bronze medal here. But moving on to our silver medalists, we have Yulia Artemeva and Mikhail Nazarichev. She's 16, he's 20, they're very young. This is their second Grand Prix event of the circuit. And this is where consistency and good technical base gives you a medal (laughs) over other teams who can't do their side-by-side jumps. (laughs) Yes, I do think, and we talked about this last time, I do think that these two really need to work on their packaging. But again, they are very young and they have a lot of time, so I'm not worried about them. Um, <laughs> again, with their novice oh under God. 14 jazz duet entry, jazz duo entry. It's so great, me. though. Um, it's it's so great. Please don't ever get rid of it. I just, I love it. I love campy entries. Uh, Mikhail is adjusting his bow tie as he saunters onto the ice with a pep in his step for the short program. <laughs> That's such a great marketing spill for That's that great. intro. Don't, don't get rid of it. Please, never change. Um, throw triple twist was all right, I suppose. Yeah, not their greatest element. However, they get it done. The throw triple flip is probably one of their unique and most X-factory moments. The technique and delayed rotation is really unconventional, but hey, she lands it and gets good ride out. But I rarely ever see, I actually don't remember the last time I've ever seen a delayed throw. It's still insane every single time I watch it. I was like, whoa, what is she doing? But hey, it works, you know? It does work. Uh, They had a great uh, side-by-side triple toe. 
and a really, really fun step sequence. And oh, that final pair spin as well. Really fast and decently synchronized. Always love a good pair spin that keeps me uh, at the edge of my seat, I guess. I don't know about you, but do you? When you watch the pair spins, I'm always like really laser focused and like, when are they going out of sync? When are they going out of sync? Oh, they're changing you know, position now. They're changing foot. <laughs> Pairs in general just kind of like freaks me out a little more to watch than other disciplines. Oh, 100%. And their free skate is to Fire on a Fire by Sam Smith, as well as Kronos by Kirill Richter. That music switch after Sam Smith finishes is weird. Like, what's the story going on here? Maybe it would have been better to have um, Kronos in the middle of the program and then like have, have it be blended into the end of Fire and Fire. Anyways. Anyways. I forgot about the abomination of a shirt on Mikhail. Oh, yes. I completely this forgot about it. abomination of a shirt. He, like, turned around, and I was like, whoa, okay, what's happening here? <laughs> a lot. That That's the answer to that. Yes. Very nice side-by-side double axle oil with triple sows. Yulia's was great. However, she did pop the intended side-by-side triple toe into a single. I think they have solid elements. They definitely need to inject more X-Factor in my opinion, because I have, I've got zero clue, like, who they are just yet. Unless Mikhail wears that shirt, I think it'd be hard to pick (laughs) out of the lineup of the new Russian, upcoming Russian pairs, because there are a lot of them. So, yeah, but look, they've got silver here at the Grand Prix of France um, in a tough field, so they do have that talent, per se. Yes. But... I do hope that the coaches are aware of their, I I don't want to say shortcomings, but um, things that they need to work on, especially their style and uniqueness and X factor, because yeah, they, they can do it. Yes, absolutely. Um, A pair that definitely has X factor quality, (laughs) should I say, is Alexandra Poikova and Dmitry Kozlovsky, also a Russian team. However, not my favorite pair of, not pair, but set of uh, programs this season with the Swan Lake for the short program and the Malaguena for the free skate. I just don't, just not an Olympic year yeah. set of programs here, unfortunately, because I really like them. Yeah, they've got such great quality. And in comparison to their compatriots here, they definitely have their own unique style and you know who they are. Their characters are very distinct. But then skating to generic pieces such as Swan Lake and Malaguena and relatively generic cuts of the music as well, it kind of dulls them of the shine that they have. Like I'd much rather them going back to their James Bond free skate they had for the past two seasons. Just had a little more oomph. Yes, I totally agree. Um, however, they skated that short program really nicely, apart from <laughs> the side-by-side triple sal. Yes. Um, Bykova did uh, turn out of the side-by-side triple cell. But apart from that, everything went quite smoothly. Um, it's just not, again, Swan Lake, maybe not the best vehicle for them in this Olympic season. Yeah. Uh, when we have such other fantastic Swan Lake programs, such as Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Ma's Swan Lake program. I mean, Sasha and Dimitri only flapped their wings at the end. There's not enough arm flapping to signify that this is a great <laughs> Swan Lake program. You know? Please. More arm please. flapping equals better Swan Lake, right? <laughs> yes, that is the proportionality that happens here. Arm flapping to exactly, yeah. Arm arm flapping to um, one. What is the word that I'm looking for? 
quality of swan-like program are directly proportional to one another. Or you have to costume change your sequences as Alina Sagitava did. But unfortunately, not here. Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, unfortunately, this program doesn't do anything for me. It just feels like it's a little cold. There's nothing like special. It feels like they're just doing the elements. However, props to Sasha Boykova because she landed a really, really good throw triple flip. It's the nicest one I've seen her land in quite a while. So I'm pretty sure she's really happy about that. And then in the kiss and cry, was that Sasha wishing uh, Zenya Medvedeva a happy birthday? Oh, was it really? That's so cute. I love it. Yeah. So happy 22nd birthday, Zenya. Oh, still so baby. 22. Wow. Play Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm definitely not feeling 22 at all. Yeah, my bones and muscles say that I'm feeling more like 62 rather than 22. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's talk about their free skate to Malaguena. This was not their cleanest performance at all. No. A lot of kind of mini issues just on the landings and cleanliness of things. Side-by-side jumps. Sasha had to hang on to the landings of the side-by-side triple sow. And she also popped the jumped combo. So it was an intended triple toe, double toe, double toe. She popped the second toe, but managed to pull off the last one. Very nice entrance into the group four lift. It was greatly timed to the music. Triple flip throw was again, very successful for Sasha. Although she flipped out of the throw triple loop and just Malaguena. I feel like Johanna Yukoi also skates to Malaguena, but she has a music cut that can sustain a whole program. Yes. I just felt like the cut was a little bland and kind of falls flat, especially for an Olympic year. I feel like they'd sell an awesome flamenco or tango or Argentine tango. They could do something like dark and fun. I mean, not fun. Dark and fun are actually awesome. Hey, I like dark and fun. <laughs> like dark and intense. Intense. That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, dark and intense. They should probably get choreo from Dancing with the Stars people. Yeah, they could do something more along those lines if they want similar-ish Malaguena vibes. Or like a different flamenco. We've seen amazing flamenco choreography um, from the likes of Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer. I know that Stefan Lambiel can choreograph an amazing, incredible flamenco. So, yeah. But Malaguena. Maybe rethink that. I, I really think that they could do something dark and intense. That's what I'm hoping for. But alas, we are so close to the Olympics that I'm not sure anyone should be switching out their programs or anything else. <laughs> However... <laughs> But the human nature is not rational and unpredictable. Oh, (laughs) so fleeting. (laughs) But it was enough for them to win the pairs event here. So congratulations to them. And let's move on to our women. Oh, gosh, we do have a couple of withdrawals here again. Um, Our first withdrawal was my Berenice Maite, who... Uh, if you guys do not recall, had this really brutal injury at Worlds. She had to basically really force her way off the ice This at, at Worlds because of the injury. It seems like she's still recovering from that. Oh, gosh. Just thinking about that in my head makes me Ugh, very yes. sad. I know, right? Uh, she was replaced by Johanna Yakoy. Speaking of Malaguena, yes. <laughs> here we are again. We have arrived. Um, and then our second withdrawal is Maya Mazara, who was replaced by Park Yunjong. Oh, gosh. Let's start off. Why don't we start off no, with no. Um, another heartbreaking injury? 
very sad about this. Uh, Star Andrews from the United States in the short program performed to it last and she sings it herself, which I always find amazing. Um, she started off with the triple toe, triple toe, and then the loop just kind of went all wrong. And then after that, she made her way over to the ref and declared that she was injured there was some talk on twitter and again i'm not sure how substantiated this is that she was saying the words maybe heart problem to the ref Um, she does have a history of uh, heart issues so i really hope that that maybe wasn't the case and that she is doing okay now but that seems potentially very serious and i i'm worried for her yeah heart problems and sports always have me extremely extremely worried not great however it's really bad for me to say, but I hope she's kind of muscularly injured rather than having to deal with a heart problem because that's easier to deal with in a certain respect. But in the slow-mo replays, you can tell how tight her hip flexors are and hopefully she can work on opening those hips up as well. But not her greatest skate here, although it was great uh, to hear her sing at last because it was really lovely and I love telling people like, hey, she's skating to her own cover. And everyone's just like, whoa, really? That's her? I'm like, yeah, that's Star Andrews. Yes. Multi-talented, multi-skilled Star Andrews. Love to see it. Uh, We don't love to see her injured, though. So we hope that this is nothing major, nothing to do with the heart problem buzz that was going around Twitter. And hope to see her back very soon and healthy for American Nationals, which are right around the corner here. Very soon. All right, in 11th place, we have Leah Cerner from France, and she is coached by Brian Joubert, so that that was really nice to see him in the Kiss and Cry. She's going to Kill Bill for the short program. Which I love. I know, always love a good Kill Bill program. And she did really, really well here. Yeah, you know what I thought after these two programs is, like, you should give these two programs to Amber Glenn, and I think Amber would do so well with these two programs. Whoa, you know what? I completely agree. I think that would very, very much fit Amber. Right? Kill Bill and La Terre Vue du Ciel by Amanda Ma and Dawn of Faith soundtrack by Eternal Clips. That's a really great call. Yeah. Really, really great call. Thanks, Claudia. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) That's to make them good calls. Um, I really enjoyed, she had this kind of like crossover moto vest slash jumpsuit for the Kill Bill soundtrack program, which I really liked although it took my head a while to kind of figure out what was going on in the costume I also found that it was really funny that right after she got off the ice and the Kill Bill soundtrack stopped playing they played Happy by Pharrell immediately after I was like that's a change in mood (laughs) I killed Bill and I'm happy about it (laughs) hey some are um all right well she started off with her triple lutz triple toe the toe was called on the quarter but it was a great great combo um as well as a a wonderful big old triple flip and yeah like you said short program was pretty great for her yeah let's just hope she can keep this form up because i really enjoyed watching her skate here and i've definitely seen a few programs where she really hasn't skated up to her best so it's really nice to see her to her full potential and wow I sound like I'm giving commentary on my childhood like really great to see you living up to your full potential which never really happened it's just something that I'd hope something would happen so um (laughs) but Brian Joubert has definitely given Leia uh his jumping prowess but she only got 62.75 for the short program it was the season's best but it seemed low to me kind of got wrecked in PCS comparatively 
Um, but you know, it's PCS. I thought she should have gotten bonus points for how well she skated. Obviously, that's not fair, but that's why I'm not judging on the panel. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on to our free skate. Yeah, so the free skate. Um, oh, unfortunately, Brian Schubert did not lend his jumping prowess, uh, prowess to her in the free skate because there were just kind of silly falls here and there. Everything just kind of seemed to be a little bit off on the jumps. Uh, it is a great program, but unfortunately, it just didn't jumps didn't quite didn't quite stick today and let's move on to our 10th place finisher lee hyin and oh, oh no. boy 10th place really didn't have a My good competition heart. at all which is disappointing to see oh yeah okay so she skates to ave maria in the short program uh oh gosh that triple lutz <laughs> the second that she took off for that triple lutz i was like i don't think that's gonna happen for her yes it's with the korean women this season where they've they launch themselves into their triple lutzes and they miss it. And then you can tell just kind of like the second that they leave the ice that it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what it is there. I know. And it's really, it's devastating because we know how great their triple lutzes are. They cover so much ice and then they fall yeah. and you're like, no, they're not good for my heart either. So <laughs> no. Nor is it good for their score. Uh, she looked no. very shaken after the mistake on the Lutz and then just kind of couldn't really pull it together for the rest of her program. The camel spin especially was not looking good at the end there. Yeah, lost a fair bit of levels on her spins. So a lot of points left on the table. And then in her free skate to homage to Korea, which again, have to mention that beautiful, beautiful dress that she's wearing. And it's such a nice program too. I adore this program. I, I just, I wish that all the, the things that had happened today didn't happen because I love the costume. I adore the program, but what is it with these jump landings, <sighs> man? Like, <sighs> yeah. So she started off with a really good attempt on the triple axle. It got called under and she fell. However, I feel like she seemed to skid stall right before she took off. But despite the supposed hesitancy, she got really good lift into the jump. So we know definitely she can do a uh, triple axle and we've seen her land it before, but really not a great day for her Lutzes. She popped the first Lutz into a single and then the second Lutz she stepped out of and it was called on the quarter. It's almost like when she hit the ice for a jump landing, she just gives up. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. It just, it really seemed like she just couldn't get her feet under her. I don't know what it is. I, like a few times I thought that she would land it, but then she just ended up sitting down on the ice. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But hopefully any of this bad juju gets chucked out now so that when it comes to Korean nationals, she can really put on her best performances. Fingers crossed. Um, let's move on to our ninth place finisher, Johanna Yokoi from Japan. Again with Malaguena for the short program and then starting off with fat bottomed girls for the risk. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, there's also We Will Rock You When We Are the Champions, but gotta start off with fat bottomed girls. Oh my gosh. As the succession goes. <laughs> I feel like she should be skating to Mambo Italiano for her exhibition. Oh no. <laughs> She'd do well with a Mambo Italiano. I think she'd rock that. It's true. Anyway, let's not put that into the ether. <laughs> okay, well, Malaguena for the short program. Nice double axle. Uh, and then she did flip out on the triple flip. And then 
uh, her combo was last um, was the, her last jumping pass in this program, uh, and she started off with the triple lutz, but then she went down, so then she wasn't able to tack on another jump. And again, as they say, lots of points left on the table there. Um, so unfortunately, short program did not go very well for her. Points left on the table for others to pick up at Thanksgiving. Not really. I just wanted to say that because it just popped into my head. <laughs> <laughs> just for the, the festiveness of it all. However, she put up a big fight in the free skate. Two fat bottom girls, we'll rock you and we are the champions by Queen. She's still dressed like a bumblebee. That kind of yellow isn't... I really don't understand not, this costume for this program. That yellow shade is not my favourite. I feel like she would belong in the bee movie really, really well <laughs> with that shade of yellow. However, it was a bit of a weird skate in the sense that I didn't feel like she had the correct energy level to be skating to the wheel rocky section no she needs to pump it up a little i don't know if that's i mean it is potentially like a stamina related thing but she yeah. needs to turn up the volume a little bit it's like freddie is running circles around you even from the grave like i'm sorry yes gotta gotta pick it up and then the sun cut into we are the champions she's still spinning and i'm like this is the wrong choreography for this moment yeah but we'll definitely give her props for fighting for all of the jump landings yes and I was also like, you got to be skating a shit ton faster throughout your steps and in between your elements. Yeah, because that is big music and you need to be skating really big to big music. And it just wasn't wasn't quite all that big. But it was Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> it was Fat Bottom Girls. That was there big. It was. All of the Love energy that. went into Fat Bottom Girls, <laughs> as it kind of should. <laughs> Um, well, she did come in ninth place. And then in eighth place, we had Park Yeonjung from Korea, or 15 years old. She was born in 2006. Oh, no. How? I know. I mean, I know that there are people that are born in 2006, but that made me feel old as fuck. <laughs> I know. The ugh to my aging bones <laughs> and joints. Anyway, ballad number four by Frederick Chopin for the short program. I've played this. It's one of my favorites. I know, same. I love playing anything by Chopin. Oh, he's my, he's my favorite composer to Absolutely. play on the piano. And also gorgeous, gorgeous program. Yeah, it went so well for her. Triple Lutz, Triple Toe, very nice. Did get an edge warning on that Triple Lutz, which a lot of edge warnings were being thrown out by the technical panel of this competition, yes. which I was happy about, happy that they were calling things, but... Nice double axle, nice triple flip, gorgeous layback. And the spins were really, really lovely for a 15-year-old. Very centered. Looked so seasoned out there. But this little young'un has so much promise for the next quad. So much promise. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that she really needs to get rid of is the foundation that's like four shades lighter than her skin. <laughs> I've made that mistake as well at the age of 15. Let's... uh deepen the foundation a little bit so it matches the neck and the rest of the body because that was some light foundation we just need it to match yeah we just need a match here not not asking for much but um beautiful flow across the ice just i i really do feel like she has again so much potential but we won't talk about her living up to it because <laughs> not that brand oh yes for her free skate however not as good as her short program it was to him a Gorgeous dress. I love how she's gotten her fashion down pat very, very early on. However, get the gloves that match the rest of your mesh, 
please, sweetie. <laughs> I feel like she lost her luggage and then in France, she's like, oh, my gloves aren't here. I need to get new pairs. And foundation. And so I need to get like drugstore gloves and foundation, which actually isn't the case, but you know, please change your gloves. You don't need to borrow them from Daniel Grassel. Oh gosh. Triple oats, triple toe, very good, very soft knees, but then a lot of errors for the rest of the program, including a few under rotations and falls and step outs. But she covered those mistakes uh, where she didn't fall. She covered them quite elegantly. Not quite as on point as the short program, but I mean, all in all, I thought it was a pretty great outing for her. Lots of room to improve, but I think that just seeing her here was fantastic and I, I enjoyed her a lot. Yes, definitely getting really good exposure. So in seventh place, we have Yekaterina Ryabova. <laughs> Another Mambo Italiano from Yekaterina Ryabova. Who's giving Sofia Loren more and more exposure, as well as Mambo Italiano. <laughs> Although, like, this music is so big, and Sofia's singing it at a 10 out of 10 level, and Yekaterina is giving it, like, 4 out of 10 energy. <laughs> It felt so flat and uninspired. You have to look like a dude paddling the gondola in Las Vegas trying wow. to sell you a photo of yourself. That's the type of Mambo Italiano energy that we need. <laughs> That's a very like niche thing, but very true. And it's a lovely dress, but how is this Mambo Italiano? I feel like she should be skating to, I don't know, Sugar Plum Fairy. It's true. She looks like a forest fairy and it's gorgeous. But this is Mambo Italiano. Not the Nutcracker. Like, I need more camp in the costume. Yes, full camp. Um, for the free skate, she skated to Notre Dame de Paris. Um, again, just needed to up up the ante a little bit. Pump up the energy. Pump up the jam, as the Venga boys say. Pump up the jam. Wow. Pump up the jam. Wow, that is like, <laughs> that is OG 2000s, oh, no. mid-2000s. <laughs> 2008 to 2012 region. Anyway great time of my life anyways is that even venga boys whatever thank god we're not seeing any of them in the rhythm dance <laughs> oh god <laughs> but is this the most boring cut of notre dame de paris ever this i did not feel any notre dame de paris it's such a dramatic piece of music yeah and it's a great soundtrack but not a lot of drama here no not a lot of drama in the score sheet either like a lot of plus zeros and plus ones with the highest taken, GOE being plus twos. Any plus threes that were there were dropped due to being at the high school. And that's obviously not counting the negative GOE elements. A lot of cue calls on her jumps too. The triple loop was caught on the quarter. Double axle, double toe. The axle was caught on the quarter. And then the double axle, triple toe, double toe. The first two jumps were both called on the quarter. I mean, the most successful jumping pass was the opening triple it's triple toe. Yeah, unfortunately, tons of quarter calls. Um, not super inspiring. I just didn't feel super jazzed after watching her. And I want to feel jazzed. Yeah. Jazz me up. I love some jazz. <laughs> All right, moving on to our sixth place finisher. And that is Mariah Bell, who after a while away from the competitive ice, we get to see her again with... Some new programs this time. Her short program was to v River Flows in You by Yuruma, our lovely piano piece that everyone played at their white friends' families' homes because, <laughs> because it was the most impressive thing going around those days. So reminiscent of the, that era. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, 
I really, okay, first of all, I think that these two programs together are kind of a yawn. I think we need, I, as much as I was ragging on the Gaga, I think that she needed to just kind of play with the Gaga a little bit more or bring back Britney. Bring back Britney. Bring it back. I'd be a big fan of that. Why not? Why not bring back Britney? She's free now, so celebrate it. Yeah, that year was so successful for her. Yeah, the Britney and the Hallelujah, that was her most successful year. I don't know why both of her programs are so morose slash tinkly we need some energy here tinkly Tinkly. although i'm not the hugest fan of using river flows in you like keep it to your family home piano in my personal opinion yes i mean although it does suit her it does and her style of skating but the music change is a no it goes from traditional piano to a violin cover and it's kind of in a semi-different key. Oh, yeah, that's kind of odd. Or am I just imagining it and I'm going crazy? No, you're definitely not dreaming. It was jarring. I was like, whoa. Anyway, love the dress. She looked very, very lovely, gorgeous, classic. It was a very simple, clean-cut, navy blue dress. I love it. Double axis are open. Triple flip, triple toe with a fall, which was unfortunate as well. The triple toe was downgraded. And that left around like eight points on the table, not including the one point off for a fall. So that was a big, big hit. But in the free program, she definitely turned it around. Oh, she was so happy. Oh, I know. We have a Tessa Virtue Barbie doll dress up for Halloween, more maroon. And all I could think of was at least this dress is better than the copycat version we saw in Spinning Out. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Back on the maroon train. Um, she looked so happy with her performance, like getting off the ice. Um, Adam. Yes, Adam was also very happy. She made a big comeback in the free skate, considering that a lot of other skaters made a ton of mistakes. Just her performance here really bumped her up in the rankings after coming in 10th for the short program. Opened with a triple flip, double axle sequence. I believe that was intended to be a triple flip, triple toe. But after the short program, I think it was a smart move to change it. Yeah. Lovely, lovely change foot combo spin back on form. Her spins are one of the best in the game when they're on, when she's on. Rough triple sow, but landed, did a lovely triple flip, double toe, double loop, eked out a triple lutz, double toe. But overall, I'm just happy that Mariah's getting to a program that she knows works for her. She's been battling program choices for the past two seasons. Whoa, that sounds like Aliona Costanaya. <laughs> Both very talented skaters with great quality, just not living up to their potential. You know, here I am at the age of 29, continuing to not live up to my potential. So It's all right. You're not alone, girls. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be talking about this. Yes, when we're talking about it, we're just like, we're also in this class. So like, we want to see you get out. Leave the club, guys. Yeah, leave the club. But like I said, glad to see her skate comfortably. But yeah, like I said, glad to see her skate comfortably. It didn't feel like she was stressing or really nervous or tied up in the shoulders about a new program. She was just relaxed. She knew she could do it and it definitely showed. Yeah, hence why we need to bring back Brittany too. You could also hear Adam, like, come on from the boards right before the last triple lutz, which she did well on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but in the kiss and cry, Adam said to Mariah, you can just tell you're more present today by the way you were spinning. And true story. Absolute truth. That is the truth. And then when the scores came up, she got 129.98 for the free skate. And then Adam just goes, yeah, those components aren't right. That's not right. No. 
that's not right. And <laughs> okay, Adam. All right. Uh, speaking the truth, though, <laughs> you know Adam won't ever mince his words. It's true. It's true. Um, let's move on to our fifth place finisher, uh, a fellow American, Karen Chen. Oh, Karen. Oh, Karen. Oh, Karen. But she has probably my favorite package of this season in terms of both short program and the free program choices. I will wax lyrical about it the entire season, about how I love both programs so much. I think they are excellent vehicles, excellent choreography, but hopefully one day Karen will put together clean performances of both programs. It's true. Um, Yeah, so for this short program, again with the quarter calls, Karen, with the rotation, come on. Come on, Karen. I mean, it, it has been a consistent issue for her. And she has said that in the past, uh, rotation has been an issue because she calls herself a slow tater, which is like she has slow or delayed rotation in the air, which, yes, I totally understand. But come on, American ladies. You got to really, really go get them this season. Go get him. Um, Open with a triple Lutz double toe. Lutz caught on the quarter. I still stand by the sentiment that she should keep the Lutz solo or at least not have the combination be with the toe loop. Yes, yes, I agree. But anyway, every single time, the last 30 seconds of that short program gives me goosies. It is so, so good. Makes me tear up for some reason. Um, What also makes me sing along with pride and joy is her program to butterfly lovers with a great dress. Oh, so good. And then double X or triple dough to open. And then a great triple Lutz with Mark Hanready saying, good quality jumping technique on that Lutz. And I'm like, yes, yes, that is. Keep it up. Yes. Kind of an unfortunate fall on the triple flip, which also got an edge call. And yes, I did let out a yelp because I was holding my breath for the entire program. But then although the triple Lutz Euler triple sow got a cue call for the Lutz and under rotation for the sow, I was like, yes, this is a smart combination for her. The Euler gives her time to regroup after her huge triple Lutz. And also, it's a high-scoring combo, so I'm a fan of it. Yes, absolutely. Um, She did come in fifth, and they're just... I wish that there weren't so many mistakes. All of our American ladies this season, you know, I feel like they're going to come roaring out, and then they just kind of make mistakes here and there, and I'm like, one of you has got to want this. Hopefully, American Nationals is going to be good for them. And a place where everyone skates clean. Everyone throws down. They just need to pull on Anna Shabakova for nationals. She always turns up for nationals and throws it down. <laughs> so they need to do that. But also the judges need to stop giving shitty scores for Karen's choreo sequence. How did one judge give Karen a plus two for the choreo sequence? Oh no. And that same judge also gave Elian Kostanaya a plus two for that barely there choreo sequence. Oh gosh. How is that comparable? Oh no. Anywho, moving on to our fourth place finisher, and that is Xenia Sinitsina, the lovely Xenia. Unfortunately, I don't think this was as quite as good as an outing as her previous Grand Prix outing. I just felt like she was maybe moving a little bit slower. The landings were not quite, oh gosh, that one commentator loves to say, quite as sure-footed on the landings. <laughs> it's very true here. I just felt like everything was maybe just a little a little less... Flatter than usual? Yes, yes, a little flatter than I felt, usual here. Yeah, I felt that too. Especially in that lovely, lovely short program of hers, we have seen how much of an impact it can have with all its subtlety and beauty, but it felt 
it looked a little labored to me. She was moving real slow. Yeah, which at one point I was like, wow, oh no, we need to pick it up here. Which definitely impacts her PCS, which she already gets lowballed on. So speed is definitely an issue. For the free skate to Queen's Gambit, that opening double axle to spread eagle is so lovely. She needs more pop in her triple jumps though. She's a very quick rotator, unlike Karen, but the jumps aren't really big. Um, a few cue calls here and there, some edge warnings. But also, how did that choreo sequence get, with that gorgeous inner bower, only get plus twos and threes? Same deal with Karen. Like, how... Right. Yeah. Any, anywho. Anyway. Who knows? Who knows? And that changeful combo spin where she's spinning in two directions, how did that... That didn't get more than a plus two, which was wild. But then also, it was called with a V. With a violation. So some part of it was a violation i can't be first finding out what part caused the v but i don't care she spun in two different directions it's awesome like we mentioned though we're big fans of xenia but we'd love to see more power and speed applied to all parts of her skating it might help with increasing the size of her jumps as well but fourth here very good job my favorite third place finisher in the entire world. Who deserved it so much? Wakaba Higuchi from Japan. Oh, unfortunately with that single axle in the short program. Was she going for the triple? I feel like she was I, going I, for the triple. I think so. I, I, I think so. There's no other explanation for that. Yes, but very much deserved third place finish after that glorious free skate to the Lion King. Yeah, amazing. Uh, everyone's still complaining about this Ellie Goulding. What's up with that? What's up with that, guys? I don't know why they're complaining about it. It's fine. I love Ellie Goulding. It's so good. <laughs> the music That's... isn't offensive. It's not... No, it's such a good contrast to The Lion King. It's not like she's skating to Malaguena. Or Mambo Italiano. It's lovely. The dress is lovely. She's living in the step sequence. So y'all just shut up and let her live. <laughs> But the Lion King, let's talk about this. Yes, apart from the axle, uh, we'd have a beautiful triple lutz, triple toe. Unfortunately, the toe called on the quarter. Again, here with a ton of quarter calls. Um, a great triple flip, uh, beautiful step sequence, although it was only called as a level three. Um, but then this free skate, she was so happy. My happy Wakaba. A clean Wakaba. Absolutely. Triple axle to start was called on the quarter, but... I don't agree with that call anyway, <laughs> but very excited for her to land that. It's such great timing with the music as well. Oh, it's so good. There's such a build up and then bam, she lands it and the crowd goes wild. It's great. It's fantastic. And then apart from that, her step sequence was a level four and her highest GOE scoring element, which I mean, duh. Yeah. So her final free skate score was 141.04, which was her season's best and 67.24 in PCS, which I feel like Trusapa has beaten this season, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's okay. All right. Let's talk about our silver medalist. Oh, gosh. Such mixed feelings. Aliona Kosternaya from Russia. A very kind of split competition, I feel, for her in terms of one program is great and the other program is not so great. Um... So New York, New York performed by Liza Minnelli, but only in the second half. Well, I mean the last third, because Liza is too expensive for skating anyway. Or too expensive for Sambo 70. I'm a really big fan of this final, hopefully final, uh, program for her. I think it's what she needs. It's much improved from the last time we've seen it. 
and definitely the step sequence. It was greatly better than um, Skate Canada, only level three, but the crowd went crazy at the start of it. Yes. There were some big Aliona fans here. I mean, who could blame them? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's a big Aliona fan. <laughs> exactly. Except for maybe Danny G, but... Oh, oh yeah, no. They're not fans of each other. We don't Aliona and Danny aren't fans of each other. Aliona and Terry are more kind of... More friends. Especially with Terry and Aliona's dog, Audrey. Which Terry was covering and putting in her coat. Yes. Which I found kind of adorable. Yes, definitely. Um... She, however, Anna Sherbakova beat her in PCS, and I'm not sure that was quite the call to make. No. In the short program, Aliona played it safe with a huge double axle to start with, and it only got 0.04, four hundredths more GOE points than Anna's double axle. Yeah. Wouldn't have been my choice. Which we all know that Anna's not going to be pulling off a triple axle. It's not her strongest jump. So why is Aliona's double axle, which is her strongest jump along with the triple flip only getting 0.04 more points you know one would wonder one would wonder anyways (laughs) great triple flip triple toe great side transition into the final layback spin and just seeing her smile so much and so genuinely yeah she was big happy i know very very happy actually after that short program which she should have been And she got a lot of support in France as well. She scored 76.44, to which she said to a Terry, this is still not enough. I even had 78 at Finlandia Trophy, although overall skate here was even a bit better. Which it definitely was. As Adam Rapon would say, that's not right. Looking at the protocols, she earned more points in GOE than Anna did, but was 1.12 points behind Anna in PCS, which is a fair bit of a gap. And I was like, that's a lie. (laughs) The whole PCS game is bullshit. I felt like the gap between Anna and Aliona should have been tight, yes. But Anna also didn't skate her best, best programs by far in both the short and the free skate, I found. And when we get to her, we'll talk about that. But being one full point above Aliona was kind of bullshit. Yes, absolutely. Um, let's talk about the free skate to Lovely by Billie Eilish, now sporting a lovely, lovely tattoo with a shooting star on her clavicle. Um, and she has full chunky glitter on the apples of her cheeks, as well as blue and pink, perhaps, tips of her hair <laughs> and leather cuffs on her wrists um, and also um, a dress change as well. I think it was just blue for the free skate. And then for the exhibition, she pulled out the the pink for Harley Quinn as well. The full-ass glitter. Gotta love the teen years, right? She changed her dress back to the one she used for the shows slash summer in the off-season, which I feel like because the dress we saw last comp wasn't um, the best or favorite of many people, but opens up with a triple axle attempt with a heavy fall, called on the quarter, which I also don't agree with, But rotation looked a lot better than what we saw in practices this week. But damn, she looked so mad at herself for falling. And I think somebody said that after the fall, she kind of phoned it in for the rest of the program. Yeah, it's true. At the end of the program, she looked so upset. And I was really sad for her. She's so hard on herself. In interviews after her skate, she said that, very disappointed in the triple axel, but 
she probably thinks that she might have wanted it too much and that's what caused her to overcook it and fall and not do it as well as she was doing before the competition. Yes. But that choreo sequence is it's so bland. Oh, it's not good. It's so, so bland, man. But it gets plus twos. She can do so much better. She just phones in an inner bower, which we've seen better from her, and then does a spiral that she doesn't hold. Then she goes into this kind of semi-squatted spread eagle and goes like in and out, which kind of toddlers could do that move. But it gets plus twos. I'm really just not a fan of it. And she can do so much better. It's just not I know. There and she also was not quite with the music. No. I don't know. She wasn't. I didn't watch any of the practice footage of the full program run through, but wasn't the step sequence supposed to be supposed to start at the music change? I don't know. But she was super behind. She missed the whole choreographic bit after a final spin to finish on time. But I guess the jumps in the second half were really solid. But the fact that this program is better than her Four Seasons one, and this program is still not great, it's a big sigh. A big sigh. And who knows what's going to happen with these Russian women who knows? going to the Olympics with folks getting injured, folks withdrawing. Who knows? Maybe Aliona will be peaking by nationals and we're all stunned. The chunky glitter will get you places. <laughs> Not that that's the only thing that will get her places, but I'm saying that the chunky glitter is is prime. And then Aliona also broke the internet, or the proverbial figure skating internet, with her exhibition program to You Don't Own Me and Doja Cat's I'm a Boss, I'm a Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she's skating as, skating as Harley Quinn. Oh my gosh, amazing. Amazing. Really amazing. And she put all of her TikTok dances in the I'm a Boss, I'm a Bitch part, and she looks like she was having the time of her life. <laughs> I love it. It it was truly phenomenal. Um, let's move on to our gold medalist, Anna Sherbakova. Oh gosh. Um, new short program. New short program. Yes, to Dangerous Affairs and Total View by Inonzur. Um, I really, really don't like this dress. Oh gosh, Anna's dresses. Anna's dresses. What to say? What to say? Um, can she just go back to her Russian test skates dresses? Because yeah, those are good gorgeous. I don't know. Every time she gets a new one, I'm like, oh, gosh, another one. Here we go. Olga does gorgeous dresses. Yes. Senya Sinitsyn's short program dress that is absolutely divine. That was Olga's work, too. Yes. And then she also comes out with shit like this. <laughs> this. Oh, Olga. Just not a fan. And Anna is gorgeous. I know. She needs a nice dress. Give Anna Sherbakova a nice Please. dress. Campaign to give her a nice dress. And I'm a fan of this short program more than the previous one. I feel like Daniil was ready to scrap it after Kirill Richter kind of shaded him <laughs> by calling out the changes to the music that Daniil made. Get him, Kirill. Get him, Kirill. <laughs> and Daniil's like, Get him. And Daniil's like, we're switching. But I think like it was a good switch. I think like the drama and intensity of uh, the music is very Olympic worthy. And Anna herself said that she loves the darker themed programs, for example, Perfume, even though that was not something then 15, 16 year old should have skated to. But it was similar to Jason's Cinnamon program in the sense that the program is packed with transitions and she rarely stops. The music has really good build up to the end and delivers really good impact. The choreography is not 
as genius or anywhere as near Cinnamon. However, I was just comparing in the sense of constantly being on the go and and being a good vehicle for Anna in this Olympic season. Yes. Um, and then in the free skate, some more funeral music here. We have uh, Ruska, Master and the Margarita, and Lacrimosa. And whoa, that opening Lutz. What the heck? That was... I've never seen a Waxel on a Lutz before. Like Mark Hanready said in the ISU broadcast, it brings to question slash brings up the debate about her technique. So when she was picking into the ice for her quad Lutz, the way she's picking into the ice, she turns her foot like 180 degrees and using a full blade assist, one can't help but wonder uh, how this kind of freak fall doesn't happen more often with this technique. Right. The ice was very wet in France as well. So, but definitely she didn't get her pick in uh, correctly and just kind of misses it and slips straight off after that. Freak fall. And I mean, I've done it on axles, flying camels, loops, and you're always just left in the end, on the ice, going, what the fuck just happened? It kind of takes the wind out of you. And also in your head, you're just absolutely stunned. And afterwards, Anna said, I have no idea what happened with the fall. And I don't know what happened after afterwards either. <laughs> and you could tell from when she was coming off the ice, she was stunned. She had no idea what was going on. I feel like she was on autopilot after that, after the fall. Absolutely. Um, however, even with the freak fall, managed to pull it back together pretty well for the rest of the program. Uh, definitely a deserved gold medal, although some questionable, questionable issues there with the PCS. But hey, when are there not? When are there not? Her triple flip oiler, triple sow combo, the flip got an edge warning, which I was not happy to see, but happy it was called out. I kind of wish... Anna just skated to the Master and Margarita soundtrack for the full program because she comes alive. Yes. It makes the first third look dead. Yeah, and there's not much of it no, either. No, it's not much. And Master and Margarita is only like 30 seconds long. Yes. You know, I like Lacrimosa for the step sequence, but come on. You're promoting this as a Master and Margarita program and there's only 30 seconds of its carnival music. So come on. Really just, I feel like this whole competition, she was, she's normally really on the music and she's known for attention to music, but she was ever so slightly off during this competition in the short program, definitely, which we know is a new program, but also in the free skate, um, the spins weren't great at all as well. That final flying camel spin, she traveled far and that change to back camel was shaky AF. The final combo spin and Billman were also way off her normal quality, but still scored really high and topped the PCS. <laughs> Funny how that is. Funny how that is. But the women's final results started looking like what we've been seeing from the men. Oh yes. Mariah going Absolutely. from 10th in the short program to 4th in the free skate to 6th overall. And we got some 4th to ninth to 8th and 11th to 7th to ninth all over the place. Hilarious. Well, that wraps up the women's event. And let's move on to our Kiss and Cry segment. So the biggest piece of news that we have in rela relating to women and pairs is mainly women's, actually. Alyssa Liu announced a coaching change. <laughs> 
She has left Massimo Scali and Jeremy Abbott and her San Fran Bay Area training base, and she's moved to Colorado Springs to train with Christy Crawl, Drew Meekins, and Victor Pfeiffer. And if you go onto Phil Hirsch's Twitter, he posted a thread where he said he texted with Alyssa's dad about the coaching change and confirmed it all. And apparently Alyssa wanted more intensity in her training and Massimo and Jeremy didn't want to change anything up. Lol, because maybe you're like three months out from the Olympics, hon. <laughs> and also maybe her dad wanted more intensity in the training. Maybe. And Alyssa was very happy here in the SF Bay area and had a lot of support from her friends, you know. And the work she's done with Massimo and Jeremy has been incredible. So yes. that definitely shocked yes. a lot of people. Pulling a Gracie Gold going to the Olympics. Oh no, no. Too many flashbacks. Don't yeah, like I mean, it. Gracie did well at the Olympics, though, after she switched to Frank. She did, but then, you know. She did well at the Olympics. <laughs> she did well at the Olympics, full stop. In other women's news, in a Cup of Russia stage, Adelia Petrosian, who is a student of the Samba 70 crew, jumped a quad loop, which was insane. I think she's the first lady to land that in competition. She's been described as a mini Evgenia Medvedeva in terms of how she works and how stubborn she is in training, um, but very well done to her. Additionally, the Warsaw Cup happened simultaneously to the IDF Grand Prix. And in terms of pairs, there was a big, big uh, injury. Yes. And a big fall. Awful injury and fall for Chelsea Lear and Danny O'Shea. First... Warnings that videos do exist online and on Twitter, so please proceed with caution. Trigger warnings of injury and blood. Thankfully, the camera person was overall respectful and pulled to wide shots and then away from Chelsea and Danny completely while they were getting attended to by medical staff. There's a lot of discussion online about the speed of medical staff, stopping of music, reactions, etc. Why Chelsea wasn't put in a stretcher. I could literally ramble on for ages about that, but we're short on time, so I will not. Yes. Uh, well, it, it seemed as though after the dust settled, they were both back in their hotel rooms uh, recovering, and they both seemed to be all right, at least from what the reports say. Um, but that was a really gnarly fall, and I really hope that it, it is as minor as it's being being portrayed as, I guess. Yes. But glad that they were attended to, taken to hospital, and hopefully in good hands afterwards. However, in the same competition, Jessica Callaway and Brian Johnson skated a free skate of their dreams, apparently, and did very, very well. Maya Kromiek won the Warsaw Cup for the women. Yekaterin Karakova came in third overall after winning the free skate. And Nina Petrokina from Estonia came second overall. Yes, which was... A shocker for a lot. Yeah, shocker for a lot of people, but very happy yes. for her. And Gabby Daleman also made an appearance at Warsaw Cup coming in seventh overall. Yeah, and with a set of skates that she seemed really, really proud of, at least from what she's saying on social media, and so happy to see her happy after a few really, really rough seasons. Um, so I'm just so happy that, that it seems like she's really pleased with her performance. Absolutely. And that wraps up this episode's Kiss and Cry. 
So I am Joss, and you can come and chat with us at Let's Get Down Pod. That's L-U-T-Z, Get Down Pod, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to work with us, please shoot us an email at letsgetdownpod at gmail.com. I'm Claudia, and if you like this podcast and were also part of the world that broke when Aliana Costanai skated her exhibition program as Harley Quinn, please leave us a review and give us some five-star love. We would really appreciate it. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Bye. Bye.